buckle up and get ready, because your weekly news wrap awaits. It's time for Rush Hour with Amuktha and Nicole. Hello and welcome back to Rush Hour again. My name is Nicole. And I'm Amuktha. And we are here to tell you a lot of interesting news stories today. I think we should just get straight on into it. Yeah. So to start off, this is big political news in the U.S. right now. And it is that former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, um, who's a Republican from California, officially announced that he is resigning from Congress this month before the end of his term, which lasts until January of 2025. So he would normally have one more year left. Elected to Congress in 2006, this marks the end of a 17-year career in the House. Um, And you may remember that two months ago that McCarthy became the first House Speaker in U.S. history to be ousted and removed from office. So I don't know if if this was predictable or... I don't know, but I'm not, like, too surprised at this outcome um, after being ousted. A primary special election will be held next year in California to fill the seat, and McCarthy actually joins over 30 members of the House and at least seven members of the Senate who are not seeking re-election after their term ends, but most of them are going to go until January of 2025. And then, um, yeah, so, like, I don't know. I don't know what your thoughts on this are. I'm I don't really keep up with like Congress that much. I don't even know our congressman. Like that's embarrassing <laughs> to say. I don't think it's embarrassing. I think it's Oh wait, no, Patty Murray. Oh, yeah. Gosh, I do. <laughs> Guys, don't worry. Like I know what I'm talking about. No, but I feel like I do know Kevin McCarthy probably cuz he was speaker. Yeah. And like I know Nancy Pelosi cuz she was speaker, but no. like they're more engraved in my brain. This might be speculation, but isn't so Kevin McCarthy's leaving the the house um and this is like not too long after he stepped down from the position of the speaker. So, yeah, he was like ousted by one another Republican. Yeah, so um uh, if you ask me, I say not a coincidence. <laughs> but I, I think so, too. I think he's seen that. I don't know. I There may be a lot of dif- disagreements in the House. Um, and I don't know. I, I think he just saw that it was time for him to leave. Yeah, but this is pretty big because he was like a very prominent Republican candidate or a, a part of the, the House of Representatives. So, yeah, and like you said, 17 years, that's a long time. Yeah. Yeah, it's end of an era for him um and we'll see who gets elected um next in his place yeah do you know if it's going to be republican or a democratic or like depends i don't actually know i think oh that's actually a good question if it has to stay republican that's what i feel like i read something somewhere about that but i could be wrong if if they're only they're probably only like they're just getting the seat for one year, and then, and then California will like reelect in the actual election because mm-hmm. this is a special one. Yeah. So it might be where they have to keep a Republican until January of twenty twenty five. Oh, okay. But I'm not sure. Well, they have a lot of candidates to look for then. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. 
Um, our next big story kind of related on the topic of um, the legal system. But Friday, December 8th, which is today on the day that this show episode airs, uh, Supreme Court justices are going to discuss and decide whether they should take up the, a legal case on the topic of federal approval of the abortion pill. So there are um, nine justices, and there's three different appeals that they are going to be considering um, today, and one of them is um, is uh, filed by the Food and Drug Administrations um, for the approval of the Mifepristone pill. So Mifepristone is kind of like an over-the-counter pill, and it's not... Um, well, it's it's called the abortion pill, uh, because mainly what it does is it blocks um a certain hormone that is needed for pregnancy to continue. So by blocking this, it's it's like it causes an or creates an abortion. I don't know what the proper terminology for this is, um, but that's what it does. And we were talking, we've talked a little bit about this in previous episodes before. Um, with like over the counter abortion pills, so this doesn't um this has nothing to do with the issue of abortion rights itself. Um, that's still something that's being talked about because of so much of opposition from different parts of the country. Like some people are for it, some people are against it. Um, but this this is something that would make it easier to get like a home home abortion something that you could do yourself. Um, but yeah, that's happening today. There's a lot of things they have to take into consideration, like the fact that the court itself is 6-3 to three with a conservative majority, so maybe that already gives us a hint on where their, um, where their approval is going to go in the case. Um, and they've also shown hostility on abortion rights before, uh, you know, like with all the with all the uproar about Roe v. Wade that was going on last year. Uh, I'm pretty sure you remember that. Yes. Um, but we'll we'll see what happens. Maybe if they reach a definitive, or they probably won't. But if they reach if they reach some sort of decision, then we'll let you know by next week. Yeah, that's interesting because I know that. Like you said, with this uproar about Roe v. Wade and certain states um, that are banning abortions, um, I know that there's a lot of backlash on those statements and saying that when you when you ban abortions, it doesn't stop abortions; it just stops safe abortions. And I feel like yeah. giving giving uh, people the opportunity to have a drug that they could do on their own like a doctor doesn't have to be because i know that doctors are getting in trouble for even performing abortions Mm -hmm. and that's part of the problem that doctors don't want their license to be taken away and so they're more reluctant to perform the procedure but if people were given the ability to do it themselves from the safety of their own home not have to go into these abortion clinics where usually there's a lot of protesters outside and all that stuff it could be a lot more comfortable for them and possibly safer than many of the alternatives. So, Yeah, so although while the court trial itself is not about abortion rights, um, 
the points you said, it it's very likely that it could spark up a discussion about that anyways. Yeah. I and I think with this court that definitely has a lot of opinions on abortions mm-hmm. um from both sides, I think that I think that that will be taken into account and they they will end up talking about that. Um and it probably will um like move a lot of their or not move but be the base of a lot of their opinions and what they rule so yeah it'll also be interesting to find out maybe we'll give you an update next week of what happens um but yeah that is the end of our big pieces of news today and now um starting with our speed news nicole will take us off all right, so Time Magazine named their person of the year already, and there's no surprise who it is. Drumroll, uh, there's <laughs> is Taylor Swift, and I don't think anybody is um, surprised about that. This is the grandest finale to probably one of the biggest years in her life, so I'm pretty happy for her. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Um, I'm not a Swiftie. I listen to some of her music, and I'm definitely not surprised with all the um news about her in the past like one or two years i feel like there's been so much more so much more news just everything about her lots more fans every everyone i talk to is like a swifty um and it's it's really cool to see for her because she's been a musician for so long yeah i don't think after this year and after her heirs tour i don't think you could go up to anybody across the seven continents and ask them if they know who Taylor Swift is and they would say no. Like I think every yeah. single person in the world knows who she is and so I and I think that yeah, this tour definitely um rose her to even bigger stardom. Um and so I think that this is a very very good person of the year choice. Yeah. Um our next piece of speed news a little less related to pop culture and not as happy. <laughs> But in Atlanta, Georgia, a woman was trying to burn down the house of Martin Luther King Jr. Luckily enough, alert bystanders were um, by to stop her. Um, but Martin Luther King lived in this house for 12 years, and it's considered a federal landmark. So national, the National Park Services, I think that's what they're called, um, take care of the house. So this woman was caught trying to pour petrol all around it. That's crazy, especially, like, in history, we're learning right now about how a lot of, like, the leaders of the civil rights movements, like, their houses were being bombed and Mm -hmm. all that stuff, so that's weird that it's happening, like, what is it, 70, no, 60 years later? 60, yeah. That's... Almost 70. That is crazy. (laughs) Um, this is a little more fun. And it's that McDonald's is opening up a new restaurant chain called Cosmics. It's doing its first test little restaurant in Bolingbrook, Illinois. Um, And so Cosmic, if you don't know, is an alien from the 1980s and 90s that McDonald's had. Um, And it was like in their ads and loved eating McDonald's foods. So they're making a restaurant that's designed around him. And um, if this is going to be a drink restaurant, so it's going to be like Starbucks or Dunkin' where you're pretty much going there for drinks. Um, and so, yeah, they're definitely tapping in. They have a lot of, like, nostalgia going on with the Grimace shake, bringing that back, and 
now bringing back this little alien from the 80s like it's interesting um if they ever bring it to seattle i'd like to go and see it it's a little alien themed restaurant seems fun yeah i'd I'd love to go there i'm just confused why they would start it in bowling illinois (laughs) Illinois. (laughs) i don't know (laughs) yeah we'll see but if anybody's from bowling bowling brook illinois um definitely reach out to us and tell us how it is um next uh, more politics related again but 71 year old putin the current president of russia is planning to run for a fifth term which would leave him in power until 2030 so he would be 78 yeah almost almost 80 wow there's definitely a trend going on with (laughs) these old leaders of the world but um, yeah well okay i think i know that he is going to win this election. Just um, a just, just a hunch. So, yeah, I'm not going to be like, oh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what the election <laughs> turns out to be like, because I think we know already. Yeah. But um, that is interesting. All right. I think it's time to do our good news for the day. Mikva, do you want to start us off? Yes. I don't have an animal-related story today. Um, I do have something exciting, though. A woman living in Virginia who just stopped at a convenience store to buy a soda also ended up buying three scratch-off lottery tickets. And one of them um, was something called a, um, a Wild Tens game. If if you bought lottery tickets, maybe maybe you know that terminology. I've never bought a lottery ticket. Also, I, I'm not sure I'm legally allowed to. So <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know what that means. But apparently, it's a hundred thousand dollar winner, and she got extremely lucky um, because she didn't even go for the lottery ticket. She just went for the soda, and you know the lottery tickets were just a bonus. So lucky woman in Virginia. That is exciting. Wow, I it's always been my dream to win the lottery. Maybe will it happen? I don't know. We'll see. I always get lottery. Maybe, oh my gosh, guys, maybe in the next few episodes, I'll be a lottery winner because my family always puts lottery tickets in our stockings. Oh, really? And actually, last year or the year before, I won 20 bucks. So. Oh, wow. Okay. Maybe I'll keep my little win streak going. Right. We'll see what happens. This, I should be the first person to know. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually took up Amukva's um, animal story today. Oh, okay. And it, I have a story that is actually, like, I don't know. I think it's really, like, cute and funny. But this the species of mole <laughs> called the De Winston's Golden Mole was last scientifically documented in South Africa in 1936. And it has never, there's never been a picture taken of it because it was too early. Like, there were cameras, I guess, but I guess they just didn't happen to take pictures of this mole. But scientists did think that it was extinct until a team of conservationists and a sniff dog were able to find the first golden mole in south in south africa in 90 years wow 
And That's now there is a picture of it. I'm going to show Amukta. You guys should look it up. It's like really like, it doesn't have any eyes. It's <laughs> it's kind of funny looking, but it kind of just looks like a brown long piece of cotton. Yeah, it doesn't really look alive. Like, but it so they, kind of gives a guinea pig just without eyes. <laughs> you know, I've heard there's a lot of species of moles that are blind, like they don't need eyesight. To, oh, because they're underground all day. Yeah, maybe that would make sense. Maybe. <laughs> um. Yeah. So this was a really interesting discovery because the the dogs they're sniff dogs, right? But they didn't have any of these particular moles to like give them their scent so that they could sniff um so they had the dogs like get sample or like smell samples of like other different types of moles i don't know apparently like they were really trying to like find the specific mole so i guess this team really did think that it was still out there um but they did like train these border collies to smell a bunch of like different moles and then this dog was able to find it i don't know it's a border collie like smell a bunch of different moles. yeah <laughs> and then they were able to find like the scent of like this mole i don't really know how it works but i believe it because border collies are like r- really smart right yeah apparently um wow the belief they must have had to like look for a mole that they hadn't seen in almost a century that's, yeah that's really lucky i know and the fact, like, they're all underground, and there's so many different mole species. Like, yeah. I just don't know how you would find that, but they did. So, yeah, that's exciting. Another species that they thought to be extinct is no longer extinct. That's great. And today we are bringing back a very special um, segment in Rush Hour, in the Rush Hour show. We used to do these all the time last year, and then we stopped this year, but... I'm bringing it back. This is our first question of the week of the of the school year. So, yeah. <laughs> and it's already December. Oh, my gosh. But um, I went around asking different people what their favorite holiday movies were. I feel like we just need to get in the holiday spirit a little bit. And I actually did ask Amukta as well. So her answer is in here. But um, let's just take a listen. In your opinion, what is the best holiday movie? The best holiday movie is Love Actually. Jim Carrey's The Grinch. Oh, probably Elf. Charlie Brown, anything Charlie Brown. Well, actually, it is Home Alone. I think it's been a tradition for my family for so long. I think Home Alone 2 is actually my favorite. What's the best holiday movie? White Christmas or A Christmas Story. They're both fantastic. Well, Audrey stole my answer, so I'm going to say White Christmas still because you can't beat the sisters, the songs in it are so good. And then also the Griswold movie. Best holiday, um, Home Alone or It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, I don't even think the Grinch that stole Christmas was a movie. I think it was a cartoon that I... I loved sitting down and watching that. In fact, it was kind of once the DVRs or VCRs, whatever, came along. I remember uh, that was kind of our Thanksgiving night tradition after uh, all the turkey had been eaten and the football games had been watched. Get us in the mode for decorating the tree and everything the next day. We would pop in the VHS version of The Grinch That Stole Christmas and enjoy that as we had a little hot cocoa. So I guess that would be my answer. 
All right. So you heard our answers. I actually didn't answer. And I know that Amukta did. You said Charlie Brown, and I actually think that's the cutest answer ever. I love Charlie Brown. But I think I would have to go with the classic Home Alone. Probably the Home Alone. Oh, I actually don't know. Between Home Alone, the one at his house, and then Lost in New York, they're both. So good. I've never seen Home Alone, but I've heard really good things (gasps) about it. Oh my gosh, you have to watch it. (laughs) Okay. That's crazy. Um, Yeah, but I would say Home Alone. And honestly, there's a lot of movies there that I've never watched. I've never watched Love Actually, which I feel like is so big. Me neither. Also, like White Christmas or... I don't know. There were a lot of names that I did not know, but that is interesting. Um, But yeah. So we hope you enjoyed that question of the week. This was a short segment, um, but just to bring back the tradition. And that is the end of our episode today. So we will see you guys next week, the last week before break. Very exciting. Um, Same time, same place. And until then, you can keep listening to KMIH 88.9 The Bridge.